This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mark's reasons for visiting Freddy's Pizzeria were primarily out of curiosity and a desire for a unique adventure. His fascination with the pizzeria had been sparked after he had played the game completely through and had learned from a friend that it was based on a real place. He was immediately intrigued by the stories and legends surrounding it. He decided to go alone because he wanted to experience the place firsthand and didn't think anyone else would be interested in joining him on what he thought would be a fun, albeit slightly eerie outing. However, he had no idea just how terrifying his solo adventure would become once he stepped inside the pizzeria's abandoned halls. Welcome to Destination Terror, your passport to the scariest places in the world, and some places in other worlds. From haunted hotels, locations of unexplained creature sightings, and now, places that we only visit in our imagination. We will travel to places that will provide excitement, adventure, and horror. There are many terrifying destinations on our planet, but none are near as terrifying as the destinations we create in our mind. Universes weaved and created through novels, movies, and video games provide some of the most tantalizing horror settings that any horror lover could desire. Our first stop on our journey to mythical locations is Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria, a place that exists at the intersection of fiction and fear. So if you're into travel and all things scary, listen close and you might just discover your next exciting adventure destination, but hopefully not your final destination. Destination Terror is an EerieCast original podcast hosted by me, Carmen Carrion. If you would like to send us a suggestion or submit a story with your own experience, you can email them to carmencarrion at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at Carmen Carrion. If you enjoy the show, please follow and rate Destination Terror on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to help us grow. Also, check out EerieCast.com for more scary podcasts, such as Freaky Folklore, the podcast where together we explore horrifying legends across the world and tell terrifying tales of monsters both ancient and modern. Mark had always been a bit of an adventurous spirit. Even as a child, growing up in a quiet suburban neighborhood, he often found himself seeking thrills and excitement beyond the familiar streets and playgrounds. As he got older, this curiosity led him to explore various hobbies, from urban exploration to reading about local legends and mysteries. In his early 20s, Mark developed a keen interest in the paranormal and unexplained phenomena. He spent countless hours researching ghost stories, cryptids, and haunted locations. His friends often teased him about his fascination with the unknown, but Mark didn't mind. He relished the opportunity to uncover hidden truths or experience the eerie firsthand. Mark worked as a freelance writer, which allowed him the flexibility to pursue his interests. He often wrote articles about local folklore, 
and strange occurrences for obscure magazines and websites, earning a modest income while indulging his passion for the unexplained. It was during this time that he reconnected with an old friend, who mentioned Freddy's Pizzeria and its haunted reputation, and its connection to the popular video game. Mark knew immediately that he had to see this place for himself, but first he had to do his research. It all began when Mark stumbled upon a YouTube channel dedicated to the Five Nights at Freddy's series. The channel featured a charismatic host named Mike, who played through the game with genuine reactions, sharing his terror and delight with the world. Each night's gameplay was an adrenaline-pumping roller coaster ride of suspense and jump scares. As he watched Mike navigate the game's dimly lit hallways, Mark found himself drawn into the world of Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. The animatronics, once intended to entertain children, now served as the primary source of terror. Mark had a read about the game's lore, the tragic events, the missing children, and the malevolent presence that lurked within the restaurant's digital walls. The idea of spending five consecutive nights as the night security guard within the haunting digital world became a tantalizing challenge for Mark. It wasn't about testing his courage. It was about experiencing firsthand the fear that had captivated millions of players worldwide. With a gaming headset on, Mark embarked on his journey into the eerie realm of Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. He took on the role of the night security guard, tasked with monitoring the restaurant's surveillance cameras. The ominous atmosphere was palpable as he settled into his virtual security office. As Mark began his first night, the eeriness of the place settled in. He saw Freddy Fazbear, Bonnie the Bunny, Chica the Chicken, and Foxy the Pirate Fox, all seemingly harmless on the stage. Their vacant eyes stared out at him through the monitor. Mark was vigilant, flipping through the security cameras to track their movements. The night started quietly, but he knew it wouldn't last. The second night brought a heightened sense of dread. The animatronics grew more active, their movements more erratic. Mark's heart pounded as he watched them drawing closer on the cameras. He had to manage his limited power wisely, as keeping the facility's doors locked drained it rapidly. Surviving until dawn felt like an insurmountable challenge. By the third night, Mark's paranoia had set in. He couldn't shake the feeling that the animatronics were watching him. Not just his digital counterpart in the game, but him, sitting alone in his dimly lit room. Every creak, every shadow in his peripheral vision, sent shivers down his spine. He pressed on, determined to unravel the mysteries of Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. Night four was a descent into madness. As the fourth night arrived, Mark's descent into madness paralleled that of his in-game character. He knew the mechanics, understood the strategy, but the sheer psychological toll was overwhelming. He found himself talking to the animatronics on the screen, begging them to stay away. He questioned his sanity as the line between reality and the digital nightmare blurred. By the fifth night, Mark was on the brink. He had come to accept that Freddy Fazbear's Pizza was not just a game. It was an experience that transcended the screen. The animatronics' movements grew more aggressive, their sinister intentions undeniable. Mark's only hope 
was to survive until morning. When the sun finally rose, Mark felt a mixture of relief and disbelief. He had completed his harrowing journey through Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. The nightmares that had haunted his sleep seemed to dissipate, and he removed his headset, returning to the real world. Mark had not merely played a video game, he had lived it. His curiosity had led him through five nights of terror, and he emerged from his experience forever changed. Freddy Fazbear's Pizza had tested his limits, blurred the boundaries of reality, and left an indelible mark on his psyche. As Mark reflected on his adventure inside the game, he knew he had ventured into a world where fiction and fear converged. Now, he had to visit Freddy Fazbear's Pizza in real life. He had to appease his macabre curiosity and see it for himself. This episode is sponsored by The Dead Files from Travel Channel. If you're listening to anything on the EerieCast network, odds are you love ghost stories. That's why I think you'll love The Dead Files from Travel Channel. Join hosts Amy Allen and Steve Deshavi as they investigate paranormal activity haunting real people and homes across the U.S. Each host offers a unique and exciting perspective for every case. Amy is a medium, seeing and speaking to those who are no longer in the world of the living. And Steve is a retired homicide detective who uses public records and witness testimony to piece together the history of the haunted location. Each episode of The Dead Files features a different, real haunting to possibly help the family struggling with its effects. One episode on Falconer, New York deals with a family who keeps waking up with scratches and bruises. They frequently witness a shadow figure lurking around their home. Amy and Steve receive their call and investigate, with Amy using her strength as a medium to understand who the presence is coming from and why it's so angry, while Steve separately researches the history of the home, only to discover several previous residents who lived at the home died, confirming Amy's own findings. After their investigation, Amy and Steve must conclude with whether the house is safe to remain in or if it's time to get out. I really love the deferring perspectives and skill sets between the two hosts, and I think that's why The Dead Files is a must-listen podcast for any fan of the paranormal and supernatural. Listen to The Dead Files wherever you get your podcasts. Shaq here, spinning fast-acting pain relief in 2024 with Icy Hot. Take it from me. Sticking to your new workout routines can lead to sore muscles. Icy Hot starts working instantly to dull the pain with the icy cool sensation. Then, the warming sensation relaxes it away. Feel the power of Icy Hot's contrast therapy. Ice works fast. Heat makes it last. Icy Hot. Once upon a time, in a fictional world, Born from the dark and imaginative mind of Scott Cawthon, there existed a series of spine-tingling video games known as Five Nights at Freddy's. These games weren't like your typical video game adventures. Instead, they plunged players into a nightmarish realm filled with animatronic horrors and unsolved mysteries. Our story begins with a humble pizzeria called Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, 
It's the kind of place where families gather for pizza, arcade games, and the entertainment provided by a cast of animatronic characters. Freddy Fazbear, Bonnie the Bunny, Chica the Chicken, and Foxy the Pirate Fox. They sang, danced, and brought joy to the children who flocked to the restaurant. But beneath the seemingly innocent exterior of Freddy's lay a chilling secret. The animatronics had a habit of roaming the restaurant at night. And any unfortunate security guard tasked with watching over the place faced a terrifying ordeal. The animatronics, with their lifeless eyes and relentless determination, sought out the night guards, mistaking them for endoskeletons that they wished to stuff into their animatronic suits. As players delved deeper into the Five Nights at Freddy's game world, they uncovered a dark backstory. It was revealed that the restaurant had a history of tragic incidents, including a murder spree committed by an individual known as the Purple Guy, who lured children into the back room and concealed their bodies within the animatronics. This grisly tale added a layer of macabre horror to the Five Nights at Freddy's lore. The Five Nights at Freddy's game world wasn't just about jump scares and creepy animatronics. It also introduced players to paranormal phenomena. The spirits of the murdered children became vengeful ghosts, haunting the animatronics and seeking retribution. This twist in the narrative added an eerie supernatural element. As players had to confront both the malevolent animatronics and the vengeful spirits. With each passing night, players uncovered more pieces of the puzzle. They learned about the enigmatic phone guy, an employee who left cryptic messages about the animatronics' behavior and the dangers of the night shift. The messages hinted at a deeper conspiracy and a sinister company called Fazbear Entertainment, which seemed to be hiding something. In later installments of Five Nights at Freddy's, the story took players deeper into the rabbit hole of horror and mystery. They encounter newer animatronics, such as the menacing spring trap, and explored various locations, including sister restaurants and even a horror attraction called Fazbear's Fright. These additions expanded the Five Nights at Freddy's universe, introducing more nightmares to overcome. As players persisted through the endless nights, they uncovered the true ending of the Five Nights at Freddy's saga. It was revealed that the purple guy, responsible for the murders, met his own gruesome demise and was trapped within the Springtrap animatronic. The spirits of the murdered children finally found their peace, leaving behind a world haunted by the chilling memories of Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. In this dark and twisted game world, players faced animatronic terrors, unearthed disturbing secrets, and navigated through a narrative web of horror and intrigue. Five Nights at Freddy's became a groundbreaking franchise that redefined the horror gaming genre, captivating players with its unsettling atmosphere, jump scares, and a story that dared to delve into the darkest corners of the imagination. The backstory of the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise is a complex and evolving narrative that has been gradually revealed through the series of games, novels, and supplementary materials created by Scott Cawthon. Here is a comprehensive overview of the Five Nights at Freddy's backstory, encompassing key events and characters from the series. 
Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, a family-friendly restaurant, was founded by Henry Emily and William Afton in the early 1980s. The duo created a cast of animatronic characters, including Freddy Fazbear, Bonnie the Bunny, Chica the Chicken, and Foxy the Pirate Fox to entertain children. The restaurant quickly became a beloved attraction, hosting birthday parties and offering a cozy, fun-filled environment. The first dark chapter in the Five Nights at Freddy's saga began with a series of tragic incidents at the original Freddy Fazbear's Pizza location. William Afton, who secretly harbored a twisted fascination with the animatronics, lured multiple children into a back room where he murdered them and concealed their bodies within the animatronic suits. These murders led to the vengeful spirits of the children possessing the animatronics, who subsequently exhibited erratic and menacing behavior. One of the most infamous incidents of the Five Nights at Freddy's lore was the bite of 87. During a birthday party at the second Freddy Fazbear Pizza's location, an animatronic bit off the frontal lobe of a young child. This gruesome event resulted in severe injuries, media scrutiny, and eventually the closure of that restaurant. As Freddy Fazbear's Pizza tried to maintain its reputation, a string of unsolved child murders and disappearances haunted the second location. The puppet, a mysterious marionette-like animatronic, attempted to appease the vengeful spirits by giving them life inside the animatronics, inadvertently leading to more horrifying incidents. Meanwhile, William Afton, under the guise of the Purple Guy, continued his murderous rampage. The animatronics at Freddy's became increasingly haunted and aggressive, especially during the night shifts. Security guards, often represented by players in the Five Nights at Freddy's games, had to defend themselves from the animatronics' relentless pursuit. The phone guy, an employee at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, left cryptic voicemails hinting at the danger posed by the animatronics and the company cover-ups. At one point, Freddy Fazbear's Pizza introduced Springlock suits, wearable animatronic costumes used by employees to entertain children. However, these suits were notoriously dangerous, leading to gruesome accidents. William Afton, who had a history of experimenting with the suits, met his own horrific end when he donned a Springlock suit that malfunctioned crushing him inside and turning him into Springtrap. In the Five Nights at Freddy's game, a horror attraction named Fazbear's Fright, the horror attraction, was created to capitalize on the urban legends surrounding Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. The attraction featured relics from the original restaurants, including the damaged Springtrap suit. As players explore the attraction, they uncover more about the dark history of Fazbear Entertainment and the hauntings that continue to torment the franchise. The true ending of the Five Nights at Freddy's storyline reveals that the spirits of the murdered children eventually found their peace. In the Five Nights at Freddy's 3, the player helps release these spirits by salvaging the remnants of the animatronics and the puppet. This results in a symbolic and emotional conclusion to the saga, where the vengeful spirits finally move on. Over the course of multiple games and supplementary materials, the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise has created a complex and intricate backstory that delves into themes of horror, tragedy, and the supernatural. The series continues to captivate fans with its evolving narrative and chilling atmosphere.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code SPOTIFY to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code SPOTIFY at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code SPOTIFY. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The idea of visiting Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria, such a notorious place, immediately captivated Mark. He saw it as an opportunity to combine his love for adventure, mystery, and riding into a thrilling experience. So, with a backpack full of equipment for documenting his journey and a heart full of excitement, Mark set off on the fateful night to explore the abandoned pizzeria, completely unaware of the horrors that awaited him inside. The rain fell heavily on the windshield as Mark drove down the desolate highway. He glanced at the GPS on his dashboard, confirming that he was on the right path. The screen displayed, turn left onto Elm Street. Mark muttered to himself, this better be worth it. Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria was the place that the video game was based on, famous for its eerie animatronic characters and delicious pizza. Despite his initial reluctance, curiosity had gotten the best of him. He needed to appease the strong desire to experience the pizzeria in real life. Finally, Mark arrived at Elm Street. The pizzeria's neon sign flickered in the darkness, casting an eerie glow on the abandoned streets. The building loomed before him, weathered and forgotten. He parked his car and stepped out into the pouring rain. A loud clap of thunder made him jump and put him immediately on edge. The exterior of the pizzeria was in disrepair, graffiti covering the once cheerful walls. Mark pulled up his hood and pushed through the squeaky double doors. The scent of stale pizza and mildew hit him as he entered, and the silence was oppressive. Inside, Mark found a maze of empty tables and chairs. Cobwebs clung to the corners and the floor was sticky with long-dried soda spills. An overwhelming sense of nostalgia mixed with dread washed over him. Hello? Mark called out, his voice echoing through the emptiness. There was no response, just the distant rumble of thunder. He continued deeper into the pizzeria, guided by the faint flickering of the neon signs. As Mark ventured further into the gloom, he stumbled upon an old poster featuring a grinning animatronic band. Freddy Fazbear, Bonnie the Bunny, 
and Chica the Chicken stared out from the faded image. Their cartoonish eyes seemed to follow him. The sound of giggling made Mark jump and swing his flashlight around. The beam barely caught the figure of a small child running through the maze of empty tables. Hello? He called out. Who's in here? He heard the giggling again and followed the sound. The atmosphere grew heavier with each step he took. Mark was no longer sure if he should be excited or terrified. He suddenly noticed a door ajar at the end of the hallway. It led to a narrow staircase that descended into darkness. With his phone flashlight in hand, Mark descended into the bowels of the pizzeria. The air grew colder, and his footsteps echoed ominously on the concrete floor. He wasn't sure what he was searching for, but he couldn't turn back now. At the bottom of the stairs, Mark found himself in a dimly lit corridor filled with doorways. Each one was marked with a nameplate. Freddy's workshop, Bonnie's stage, Chica's kitchen. He shivered, wondering what horrors lay behind those doors. The door to Freddy's workshop slowly creaked open, the sound causing goosebumps to spread across Mark's skin. As he stepped up to the door, he heard the giggling again. He wasn't alone in this nightmarish place. As he entered, the flickering lights revealed a cluttered room filled with parts and tools. Broken animatronic pieces lay scattered on the floor, wires hanging loose like twisted veins. Mark's phone flashlight danced around the room, revealing unsettling drawings on the walls. They depicted children crying and animatronics looming menacingly. The crude artwork sent chills down his spine. As he was looking at the drawings, a figure ran past him. He turned just in time to see a little girl with long red braids run out the door. Why was a child playing in this horrible place? The sound of a low hum drew his attention. At the back of the workshop, Mark discovered a massive animatronic figure shrouded in darkness. It was Freddy Fazbear. But unlike the friendly mascot on the posters, this one appeared sinister. As Mark approached, the animatronic's eyes flickered to life, glowing a malevolent crimson. A metallic screech echoed in the room as the massive bear lurched forward, its movements jerky and unnatural. Mark's heart pounded in his chest as he stumbled backward. F freddy Is that you? He stammered, trying to make sense of the impossible. With a mechanical groan, Freddy Fazbear's jaw creaked open, revealing a set of jagged teeth. In a voice that sounded both robotic and malicious, it rasped, You shouldn't have come here. Terrified, Mark fled from the workshop, slamming the door behind him. The encounter had shaken him to his core. He couldn't believe what he had just witnessed. Were the legends about the animatronics true? Mark retreated to the corridor and decided to investigate the other rooms. The next door led to Bonnie's stage. Inside the room was even more disturbing. Broken animatronic shells lay in disarray their lifeless eyes staring into nothingness. As Mark explored further, he discovered a hidden compartment beneath the stage. 
It contained a collection of old videotapes and documents. He picked up one of the tapes and placed it into a dusty VCR. The grainy footage showed scenes from the pizzeria's heyday. Children laughed and played as the animatronics performed on stage. Mark felt a pang of nostalgia and dread as he watched. But then, the video took a sinister turn. In one clip, a small girl with red braids disappeared while playing near the animatronics. Panic erupted in the pizzeria as parents desperately searched for their missing child. The video ended abruptly, leaving Mark with a sense of unease. It looked like the same girl he had seen earlier. He continued to dig through the documents, revealing a dark history of disappearances and accidents associated with the animatronics. The more he read, the clearer it became that Freddy Fazbear's Pizza held a sinister secret. Mark knew that he couldn't stay in the pizzeria any longer, but he needed evidence to prove what he had seen and learned. He pocketed the documents and made his way toward the exit. As he reached the stairs, he heard the familiar hum of animatronics in pursuit. Panic surged through him as he realized that Freddy Fazbear and the other animatronics were after him. He raced up the staircase, his footsteps echoing loudly in the corridor. The animatronics' mechanical voices grew louder as they closed in. Mark burst through the double doors and out into the rain-soaked night. But the nightmare didn't end there. The animatronics, led by the menacing Freddy Fazbear, followed him outside. Their glowing eyes pierced the darkness as they advanced relentlessly. Mark sprinted across the rain-soaked parking lot, the animatronics hot on his heels. He had entered Freddy's pizzeria, seeking adventure, but now he was fighting for his life. Mark's lungs burned as he sprinted onto the deserted streets. The animatronics' footsteps and eerie voices grew closer. Desperation drove him onward as he searched for any means of escape. Spotting an abandoned warehouse up ahead, Mark darted inside. He hoped to find a place to hide, to catch his breath, and to escape the relentless pursuit of the animatronics. Inside the warehouse, Mark found a grim scene. The building was filled with broken animatronic parts and discarded Freddy Fazbear's pizza memorabilia. It was as if this place had served as a graveyard for forgotten horrors. He crouched behind a stack of boxes, praying that he had lost his pursuers. Moments later, the animatronics burst into the warehouse, their glowing eyes scanning the darkness. Mark's heart raced as he remained hidden, praying they wouldn't find him. The animatronics moved closer, their mechanical movements sending a shiver down his spine. Just as Mark thought he was about to be discovered, his phone buzzed in his pocket. The sudden noise made the animatronics turn in his direction, their glowing eyes fixed on him. Mark cursed under his breath as he fumbled with his phone, trying to silence it. But it was too late. The animatronics were closing in on him, their jaws creaking open in anticipation. As Mark watched in terror, Freddy Fazbear's eyes flickered to life. The animatronics' gaze locked onto Mark its jaws grinding together in a metallic snarl. Mark knew he had to act fast if he hoped to escape with his life. And then, 
there it was again, the giggling sound of a child. Mark's gaze followed the sound until he saw her. This time, she wasn't alone. There were several other children with her of various ages, pointing him toward the exit. With no other options left, Mark jumped from his hiding spot and sprinted towards the door. The animatronics, caught off guard by his sudden movement, stumbled and fell as they tried to pursue him. Mark could hear the sound of their heavy metal bodies crashing to the ground behind him as he dashed towards the exit. His heart was pounding, adrenaline surging through his veins. As he reached the exit, Mark kicked the door open and stumbled out into the street. He collapsed on the wet pavement, gasping for breath. Where were the children? He had expected them to be right behind him. He could hear the animatronics approaching, so he scrambled to his feet, ready to go back in after the children. But as he reached the door, it slammed shut freely of what seemed its own accord. And then he heard it lock. He stood there dazed and confused, trying to figure out what had just happened. Those children were trapped in there with those monsters. He had to do something. He took a step towards the door when a tug on the hem of his shirt stopped him. Mark turned and looked down into the eyes of the little girl with the red braids. Don't go back in there, mister. Please? She begged. But... Mark began to argue and turned away for a moment to look at the door. But when he looked back, he saw the little girl and the other children running off. And as he watched, they faded into the dark, into nothingness. Mark shivered in shock and disbelief at what his eyes had just seen. Could those children have been ghosts? The ones that had died here? He didn't wait around to find out. Now that he knew they were safe, he turned and ran as fast as he could, his heart still pounding in his chest. He didn't stop until he was several blocks away, his breaths coming in ragged gasps. The rain-soaked streets glistened under the dim glow of streetlights, and the distant rumble of thunder served as a haunting reminder of the horrors he had just narrowly escaped. Mark's mind raced as he stumbled through the darkness, his senses heightened by fear. He couldn't shake the feeling that the animatronics were still lurking, waiting for the perfect moment to strike. Every shadow, every rustle in the night, seemed like a potential threat. He finally found refuge in a nearby abandoned building, its broken windows offering a precarious shelter from the rain. Huddled in the darkness, Mark tried to collect his thoughts. He knew he had to find a way to prove what he had witnessed in the pizzeria, to share the truth with the world. As he reached into his pocket to examine the documents he had taken from the pizzeria, he noticed something strange. The documents he had pocketed were no longer there. His heart sank as he realized he must have dropped them during his frantic escape. Mark's hope of revealing the dark secrets of Freddy Fazbear's Pizza dwindled, but he couldn't dwell on it now. His priority was survival. He knew he had to stay hidden until morning, hoping that the animatronics had given up the chase. Hours passed, each minute feeling like an eternity, until the first light of dawn broke through the shattered windows. 
The rain had finally stopped, leaving the city washed clean. With cautious steps, Mark emerged from his makeshift hideout. The streets were quiet, and there was no sign of the animatronics. It seemed he had successfully eluded their grasp. As he made his way back to his car, Mark couldn't help but wonder if the animatronics were still trapped, or had they made their way back to the pizzeria. That was a question that would remain unanswered, because he would never step foot in that place again. He knew one thing for certain. He had experienced a nightmare that transcended the boundaries of reality, one that would haunt him for the rest of his life. With the city slowly awakening around him, Mark drove away from Elm Street, leaving behind the abandoned pizzeria and its malevolent secrets. Thank you for joining us on our journey into the Five Nights at Freddy's universe. Tune in next week as we discuss another terrific destination. I'm Carmen Carrion. Remember, you can send me suggestions and stories of terrifying places to my email, carmencarrion at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at Carmen Carrion. Go to eeriecast.com to find other terrifying podcasts such as Freaky Folklore, hosted by me, Carmen Carrion. Until next time, be safe out there until I see you at our next destination. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.